What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Traveling Flash Podcast. As always, I'm Nick Dennison. Joining me today, he's a local artist. Uh, let's give a big round of applause for Codis. Um, how you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Can you get closer to the mic? Yeah. Yeah, it's, everyone always does it. Um, I'm doing pretty good. Now, before we, like, we'll probably get into some other stuff, but before we get, like, too deep into conversation, I do want to ask, like, as an artist, like, it's kind of been rough times with COVID. Um, I'm like, we kind of talked about this before. Like, I haven't been able to do stand-up. I know you talked about performing at parties. Um, mm-hmm. What's kind of been, like, your thought process and, like, your approach to music uh, in, like, this time? Man, um, I, when everything first started, um, I didn't even know if I wanted to do music. I think I, I, I've treated music the same way for all of my life. And when I say that, I, I mean, I never really did anything with it, but I sat down and the process was always just me sitting down by myself and writing and whatever's going through my mind, I'm sitting down and writing my music. So COVID didn't really affect me when it came to um, the writing process. Mm-hmm. I think uh, due to the fact that I, I am beginning to yeah. really take my stuff seriously. And at the time when everything was starting, it was like me still looking around for everything. So all the opportunities that I can get while we're inside of quarantine. And yeah. so I think the process, it hasn't been too bad. I did, since I did start off uh, as an artist during quarantine, Yeah, I think I've done really good when it comes to looking for opportunities because it's a lot, I mean, as an artist yourself, it, it's just, it's hard to find. Yeah. All you, kinds of opportunities. you really got to reach for things. Like you got to right. get way more creative, way more like ingenuitive. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's not just like this, you know, one track approach now. Like exactly. there's a lot more avenues that you can do things in. I mean, that's why we started the podcast really. Like, cause like, since I couldn't do stand up, I had to find something to do to frankly keep my sanity. Exactly. Um, but like, uh, you talked about this earlier, but like, um, before we started recording. So when you were performing at parties, like, what started that? Like, had you thought about doing music seriously then, or was that just kind of fun? I always thought I wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. And, um, my right, like, like I said, since I've always been using music as a way just to get things out of my head and not Mm -hmm. really use it seriously. Um, I remember I was, I was at a, I was at a small party and, um, I just, I love freestyling with my friend. So that's something that I've always tried. Something I could yeah. never do. I've tried. I, I've tried. And I'm always that one. I don't, I don't want to be stereotypical, but mm-hmm. I'm always that one white guy that like, like actually really struggles. Hey, man. <laughs> so like, you know, I know like that's never going to be an option for me. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. But um, I free. I was freestyling at a party. Mm-hmm. And when I seen everybody like, hey, hey, just yelling just getting up and into down. It, yeah. yeah. Adrenaline rush we were talking about earlier. Um, That's what really got me like excited about it. Because I was like. I already knew I was like pretty good at writing. Yeah. And it's because I do it so often. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just really cool seeing everybody really mess with me. So that's yeah, it was what, like that connection. Yeah. Like I, I, dude, I know exactly what you mean. Like, um, I think the first time I actually thought seriously about doing stand up was when it was before I had gotten up on stage, but my friend, I was at my friend's house and I was telling him about some stories from Arizona state. And like, I had like fucking, uh, I don't know, like, I want to say like five, six, maybe seven people, but just like locked in, you know, mm-hmm. like it's a whole nother thing to be like completely just like, you know, that they are involved in what, like they want to hear what you're saying. Right. And, um, it was just a uh, surreal and like, actually a funny thing about small parties. I remember I was at a, uh, I was at a house party, I think last October. And I'm like, I didn't know this at the time, but it was like, you know, there's a bunch of fucking high schoolers there. So like I start just roasting them just fucking mm-hmm. shit talking them and i'm like i was drinking so i was a little i was drunk um and i kind of like next thing i know i'm on top of like a fireplace like doing a full set for like 20 kids oh wow and like brian's like bro we gotta go and i'm like hold on i'm not done yet i gotta i gotta finish my set dude mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it's those uh those moments of, like i think the connection with the audience like you really know definitely, like, definitely. yeah dude, this is like something special right so i mean to answer your question, I think st- due to the fact that I started during quarantine, mm-hmm. all I know is like um, the 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 same way that I've been uh, chasing these opportunities and the same things that I've been getting. Yeah, that's all I know because that's all I've had access to. Yeah. So I think um, I- I'm looking forward to seeing like what happens when we get out because once we do get out, 
it's going to be a whole different ballgame. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, I think, um, especially like you're going to see a lot of people who were doing it just for fun. Cause like, Oh mm-hmm. dude, I'm a rapper. I'm cool. Or like, Oh, I'm sure. a comedian. I'm cool. Like those people are, they're not doing it anymore. The people I feel like who want to do it and are mm-hmm. genuinely invested in, you know, the, the craft. Yeah. Like those are the people that you're going to see rise through the ranks really. So it, I, I, agree. I agree. It's going to be interesting what happens as soon as we get out of the COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen for like another year. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, my bet's 2022, just saying. But I think 2021 could be better. I, I fucking hope yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But, you I know, mean, I hope we so. don't know. Um, I think I really can't complain. I yeah. think um, just as long. I, see, the quarantine by itself was a blessing in disguise for some people. True. Just true. because, first of all, like, I never really gave myself time to myself. So when, yeah. I, when I was by myself constantly every day, yeah, I felt there was a point where I did feel type of some type of depression, you know. Yeah. But from there, it just went up, and I learned more about myself, mm-hmm. and I learned how to trust myself. And mm. I think when it when it comes to an art, um, believe you can't really believe yourself unless you trust yourself. Yeah. And I started trusting myself, and now I can trust myself to to go take these risks. Yeah, and I I I agree. It's like having faith in yourself that you can do it. Right. Right um i feel like for me like with co like the whole quarantine thing it was initially it was pretty rough um just because like i had no connection with people mm-hmm. and like i'm I, i'm kind of a guy that like i i, I thrive on conversation i, I need to be social um so it was kind of rough at first um and i think you know it's natural everyone's going to go through some form of depression during this um but like you said it was like mm-hmm. i think finding podcasting and finding something to keep me just like almost distracted right in a way i, mean, I feel like it's not the right choice of words but just something to keep me motivated yeah, and no, pushing no, on um but yeah so um in terms of like how you've written music uh-huh. during the quarantine like is it do you feel like it'll be the same after quarantine like what's your whole Definitely. music writing process i guess so my music writing process is literally i'll get okay so whatever's for example a lot of my music is about girls right so um I'll write down a bunch of things that I'm thinking about when yeah. it comes to a certain girl that I want to write a song about. And um, once I have like a full page of notes on my phone of mm-hmm. uh, all my thoughts, then I start telling a story. So I'll get on my phone and I'll find a beat that I like and I rap really weird. Where and do you I'll, find your beats normally? I go on YouTube. I lease my beats. Um, what song? I think it was... Uh, shit. I, I was listening to your music the other day. Um, hold on. I... Because I the instrumental that you like uh, that you used, mm-hmm. I really liked. Um, I was just curious how you got it. Uh, well, let me pull it up right now. It was um, my phone is so slow, dude. Or was it a slower beat, or was it? A I think it was slower, beat? and it had like some like uh, rhythmic like voice, kind of like an R and B feel. But oh, I, you're talking um, about reminiscence. That's yeah, my favorite that, song. Yeah, yeah, I, dude, I like that song. That's was, exactly what my artistry. I want that to become. Yeah. So with that song, let me. I'll break that down for you right now. Mm-hmm. With that song, um. I wanted to talk about a girl that was inside of my life at the time. Okay. And so I wrote down everything that happened and then I find a beat that I, I feel can express that. And really so was, that off, was that off YouTube? Yeah. Okay. It was off a certain producer in Oregon. And, um, nice. When I found that beat and I, bro, I was literally in the shower and I was like, hello, tell me, are you ready? I was like, yo. <laughs> and so it just hits you, right? Yeah. Once yeah. that hits me, then nice. I'll get my phone real quick. I'll turn on the um, voice memo. Oh, and, one sec. What's that to you? I just want to say uh favorite song from Kodis right there. Hey. It, it, it's it's a Thank banger. You. It's Thank a banger. You. But yeah, so as you're saying, um in yeah, the shower. So I get my voice memo and once I once I get on that voice memo, mm-hmm. now I have my chorus. That easy, bro. And so all I gotta do is everything that I wrote down earlier, yeah. Find a flow for the song. Once I got the flow, I start filling in the words. And then once I start filling in the words, I rewrite the whole song. And um now when you say rewrite, like so you'll have like that notepad on your phone. Yeah. Is that the order of the song like normally or will it be completely changed? It'll be completely changed. Really? Okay. So the only reason I'm writing down these words in the first place when mm-hmm. I do on a voice memo is just so I can find a flow. Okay. So because I like to play with the syllables. So it'd be like da 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 And that's literally what I'll write down. Da 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 da. Oh, and then like, I'll rewrite the song words, with actual syllables? words that fill in the syllables. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And so um, that's how I wrote that. And I think for me, I want my videos to be a little bit more um, catchy than 
than the songs itself. Mm-hmm. I, I want my my videos to uh, tell stories. Yeah, so, no, I, I think that it, it's one thing. I mean, because I, uh, it's I feel like for me, it's one thing to just you know make a good song, and then right. like having that uh, great music video to like. Mm-hmm tell that story too it's exactly. it's like that seasoning just on the top you don't have exactly, to have yeah. it but it makes it so much better right yeah. and i think for me just as a fan of music by itself yeah i, I want to feel an emotion mm-hmm. you know i want to i want to relax or yeah. i want to get hyped sometimes you know and so if i'm able to portray that that emotion that's when i love the song yeah that's uh that's what that's reminiscence for you like literally like i felt all of the, i felt all of that when I was writing it, I felt all of that when I was rapping it, mm-hmm. and it was just straight up like that. That's really how uh, I make my music. Does your opinion like? So you, I'm like obviously I haven't performed live yet, but like when you go back and listen to it, has it changed or like does the way you think about your songs change over no. time? No, I think for that song uh, in particular, that's like a model song of how I want my other songs to be. Because every time I hear that song, I'm I'm proud of what I did. You know. Yeah. So when you're proud of something like that, then you, when you, because I write every day, when you're making your next songs, you're like, yo, on look at reminiscence, I want to be able to portray an emotion the exact same way, not the same emotion, right. but I want to be able to get to that same depth. Okay, because I was able to do it before, you know, it was it's that type of thing. No, I I totally feel like um, a lot of my like I guess times like I think about like writing right. is normally like when I was in class, like it, dude, that was like always just like. <laughs> I'm a fucking terrible student because instead of taking notes, I'll be writing like jokes uh-huh. on my teachers. Yeah, you know? I was gonna ask you. So, what what's your process when it comes to um, writing the jokes? Um. Okay. So, I'm like, my process right now is basically like, I'll get. So I, I've I I try to like I'm trying to be more like witty and like just kind of like um what's the word just riffing uh-huh. um because that's one thing I want to work on but like. I'll be in situations like I could be on public or um, I could be in my classroom, like with my teacher, mm-hmm. right? He, right. Just, he walks in the class and I instantly think pedophile. You know, that's just how, like, it's just as much as like your head works as like you can hear just like so, like yeah. rhythms. My head thinks in like the most darkest of ways. And like, I, I, I no, yeah. I, I feel yeah, like I know dude. what you're talking about. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I literally, like, when it happens, it happens. It, it happens and it happens fast. So, like, for me, like, I'll in, I always carry my notebook always. Mm-hmm. So like as soon as I get inspired, I'll just jot it down. Like you know, math teacher pedophile. You know, mm-hmm. and then I'll start going back. I'm like, why does he look like a pedophile? Well, it's because he has A B C D. And I'll just kind of start writing it down, and then I'll write out the whole joke. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll even write like, oh, pause, say this, mm-hmm. and then I'll rehearse it. And then I normally get this like, my inspiration time is when I'm driving home from work. Mm-hmm. So like I'll be driving home from work and I'll just be kind of thinking about shit. Mm-hmm. And it like I'll just I don't I I feel like Geo has kind of noticed it sometimes, but like a lot of like the things that I say, I don't really think about beforehand. They just kind of like they're subconscious, like just out. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Like I really don't think I I, I <laughs> that sounds really fucking no, no, stupid. No, 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 yeah. But like I generally don't think about these things. Like they just kind of come out, and then like I'll just be like, wait, what did I just say? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking really good. And then I'll go back and I'll rewrite it. Yeah. And then I'll just start rehearsing it, just saying it over and over again. And I'm like, you oh. know what? Maybe instead of changing pedophile, like what about if I say sex offender or like, mm-hmm. like just the, even the subtleties, right? Yeah, because in comedy, it's it's funny how one word it can change create everything. a whole like yeah. effect for the joke. And dude, even a lack of words, like knowing how long, like this is something I need to work on because mm-hmm. I just when I get nervous, I'll just rush through things, like, and I oh, forget okay, to take okay. breaks. So my thing is always like stop look at the crowd Mm -hmm. just you know let them soak in what you're saying so that the next word that you say is going to really deliver Mm. um but like for me uh like it's different with like all of my friends do they can tell me like they can tell my stories because i've said them so many times Mm -hmm. and every time i'm always just trying to tweak it just a little bit like okay well what if i say this what if i say this like and (laughs) i'm sure my friend like i know brian fucking can't stand it because like he's like dude like I, when I'll, uh, whenever I have like a new friend over and I'll tell them like you know one of my classic stories because I have like a handful he'll be like god here we go again again you know mm-hmm. but like it's just my way of working things out because I don't have any other option right, right, right. and I feel like that's how COVID has affected me because like I don't have like um, I feel like with rapping like it's very more like internal 
and like because mm-hmm. like you're, Definitely. you're able to put it out and like people can oh, listen to it on their own platforms wow. in yeah. their own ways i never thought about that whereas with stand-up or with stand-up i have yeah. to be on stage because it's a call and response right and i think that's why i like it so much because like i'm very impatient yeah yeah so knowing right then and there oh yeah worked nope yeah. like the amount of times i've been like on stage and i'll say a joke and it just bombs and you're like all right moving on you know right just, yeah so i mean when it comes to rapping you're right it, it's really internal for for most of us at least yeah um comedy you think it would be external like because you um, have to really be like focusing about i wouldn't say anything around you external it's it's a it's a good balance i mean i'd say even with with uh-huh. music it's still a balance between internal and external because you're trying to convey your internal thoughts mm-hmm. but you have to make sure everyone around you is perceptive and able to understand it mm-hmm. um because i can tell a joke like i could tell you a million ways of why my pedophile joke is funny and not many people would find that funny you know mm-hmm. because my way of thinking it's funny is different than how everyone else thinks right. it's funny it's really like comedians are extremely narcissistic because we're just list- we're we're wanting to hear people laugh at our jokes so like it's almost like i have to like make sure that like like i said it's a call and response so like i'll try and say what i think is funny but if they don't think it's funny then i know like i know it's funny i just have to make a i have to find a way to make sure that they think it's funny too yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's like always trying to prove that you're right or something you know i see yeah. it, um and i feel like it's the same way with rapping but like the way it's delivered is different because like a lot of people like they go to live shows, but like live shows isn't like I would consider the main way that people listen to music. You know, it's always mm-hmm. on your phone or like when you're driving, like when you're by yourself really. Or then like, I'm like, this is just me. Like when I'm looking, looking at new music, I'll listen to it by myself so I can really like digest it yeah, and like, appreciate similar, it. Similar. And then if I like it, I'll be like, Oh dude, you got to check this out and I'll share it with friends and then go into a concert. is like the, third stage i guess mm-hmm. you could say um which i feel like is different where like with stand-up like i'll go to like a live show see them like that's how i fell in love with bobby lee like bobby lee i never thought was pretty funny because like he's very eclectic and it's like just a whole thing like you don't really get him and then i saw him on stage and like this sounds really fucked up but like he did a lap like he got butt naked and did a lap dance on stage to some dude and I'm like, it was, I, because I took my dad there for his birthday. Oh, Lord. Because he was a Bobby Lee fan. Yeah. And I didn't know what was going on. But, like, I never had laughed so hard in my life. And just watching him, like, he literally, because um, he got on top of our table. Like, he got mm-hmm. off the stage and was just dancing on tables. And, like, mm-hmm. I, for me, like, I appreciate it so much, not because of what he was doing. I'm like, you know, props to the guy. Right, right. But, like, it was more like how he controlled just that room. Yeah. You know, like, that like it wasn't just a stage yeah, like that yeah, yeah. that's what i took from that i was like it wasn't just a stage it was just the whole room every like, little thing that he did exactly you yeah. know and so like i after that i went back and i just started deep diving everything you know and like i've kind of noticed that like that's how it is with stand-up with me like right. i'll watch specials so would you say bobby lee is your biggest inspiration when it comes to stand-up no no joey okay. diaz joey diaz all the way um <laughs> I mean, joey diaz is uh i don't want to nerd out I could he's like his ability to tell stories and like just fucking like he says what he wants and does not give a fuck what people think you know Mm -hmm. like and i i i respect the shit out of that because i'm always paranoid about what people are thinking what i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. you know it's like and like don't worry i love to fuck with people like when i'm on stage and hearing someone be like oh gross or like you know like laughing like I, i'm laughing because it's funny but i don't want to laugh it's like oh right, that right. that's like my favorite feeling you know mm-hmm. like i've like the idea to walk a room oh that's like a goal of mine <laughs> um i'm like <laughs> I, I i don't know um but like with joey diaz and bobby lee and like some of those more like not dirty comics but like they say what's on their mind and they don't care what yeah, people yeah, think yeah. about it you know it's like i'm not gonna sugarcoat who i am just so that you know i can reach a more you know house family audience exactly like and i feel like um not many people know about these comics because they're not on specials like joey diaz and bobby lee don't have specials yeah it's because they are mainly they're they're comedy club comics you know Mm -hmm. like that's really like 
uh, and like I've gone to theaters, I've seen comics in theaters, and I've seen comics in comedy clubs. Comedy clubs are where stand-up is supposed to be. Like there is a it, there's an energy in that room. Like I said, where like you can just you control not just the stage, but that entire building. You know, because like with a theater, like it's pretty much that stage is it. You know, mm-hmm. but like you're still connected, but it's just a different feel. And it's the same feel with like a, a special, whereas like those comedy club comics, like I don't, they just don't like, dude. I watched one like, because like during COVID, like I just went back and I deep dived everybody, um, and I watched fucking Joey Diaz like just sing Black Sabbath mm-hmm. because he wanted to, and like I was like that. There's a feeling about like just doing what you want that I really like. That's what I uh, idolize. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to do in my comedy because I feel like. Even with rappers, and I, I was going to get into this too. Like, we all emulate like certain artists. No, you know, no, yeah. Like, you can right. hear yourself. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I got to stop watching this guy because I'm starting 100%. to sound way too much like him. Um, so, like, who who would you say is like your influences? Man, okay, so I learned how to rap because of Jake Cole's KOD album, and dude, right, that is one of my favorite albums. Man, I, bro, I, I, I I'll, I'll let you finish, but like. Um, in terms of how I listen to music, mm-hmm. I love albums. Like I do too. And I feel like I'm a lot. I'm very picky on what I like in terms of albums because, mm-hmm. like, some song, like some artists, they can't do a good album because it just doesn't flow. In like, I'll listen to certain songs and I like them, mm-hmm. but like, there's a level of respect that I get for artists who can do entire albums start to finish, mm-hmm. like, like really well. And I think Kod was. One of my all-time favorites. I agree. I um, agree. Such a good album. I think um, the thing with Kod, there was a there was a song uh, called ATM, and it was ATM's like um, really good. It was like there was a part where it was like da 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. That that piece right there literally taught me how to rap. Really? But yeah. Because I, what I would do was, I mean, most of the songs they're all different. Like Kevin's heart too. Yeah. He's going slower on that one. Um. That taught me how to change my flow, and so when it comes to like ins- inspirations or influences, mm-hmm. that's how I learned how to rap. But I'm literally influenced by so many different artists, like Chance's Coloring Book album. Okay, one of my favorite albums. Um, JID or Jid, he's inside of Dreamville. Yeah. I learned how to rap because of all these guys and Kanye West, biggest. I think when it what era of Kanye West? I, I always like all like early two thousands. My favorite early album 2000s? by him was uh, College Dropout. Okay, I yeah. I like um uh my dark twisted fantasy. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's just my favorite. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I always think it's interesting, like because I feel like I mean Kanye has changed so much. Like, right, right. It's always interesting to see like what people like like yeah know, in terms of the eras. But, yeah, I, Kanye is just. I mean, Kanye's Kanye. Kanye is Kanye. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what people know him for. I yeah. want people to know me for for who I am. I'm trying to figure out how to mix what I really love mm-hmm. in with my music. Like anime is a huge part of my music. Yeah. And we were talking about reminiscence earlier and the beat was an anime. Uh, Like it was really, yeah. The, uh, so the producer, Wait, what anime is that from? No, it's, it's not from an anime. Oh, I'm I saying say that like, like dude, uh, I can't believe I didn't know this. He used, he used presets that uh, animes use and he made a beat out of that. And that's literally how the song was made. Okay. But I love being able to like mix something that I love in with that. And people would never know unless I yeah. said that. And so I, I think for me, I'm I'm influenced by people that really, really take risk because I yeah. want to be able to like create something for myself that's that's way different than everybody else. And I don't care about being different from everybody else, but I w- I do want to make something that's really important to me. Yeah. So when I see albums like Coloring Book. Which mm-hmm. is one of the most my favorite albums by chance. Okay. Or I see College Dropout, or I see uh uh freaking uh I think it's called the the Sophia uh by Goldlink or uh, Brent Fires. Just all these different artists that have these really really specific uh images that they want to portray mm-hmm. inside of their albums. Yeah. That's what inspires me. I really like that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, because like I feel like um. With stand up, at least, like I don't really get the opportunity to like emulate what I love. Mm-hmm. It's more like I feel like I'm doing commentary on like the world around me. Yeah, 
and like I feel like it's the same thing with artists. But like sometimes I I, I would love to talk about anime, but like mm-hmm. I don't want to make fun of anime. You know, right, right. like it's it's a different feel. But like mm-hmm. I always think it's so cool like to hear what inspires people. You know, I agree. I agree. Like, I, I think more than like anything. Like when I have a conversation with someone, I love listening to what they're passionate about like even if it's something that i don't even agree with but right. like, if they're passionate about it i want to hear you talk about it you know yeah. and i think that's why i've enjoyed the podcast so far yeah because like when people are like i'm always passionate about hearing a good story you know exactly so like i'm like before we'd always do like oh what was the craziest party story you have but like right. it's really like, because like they were excited to tell it and like that's what mm-hmm. i would get into but like as i've kind of come along like especially like having you on, like I, we haven't really had a lot of musicians on. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I'm just trying to, you know, I know. fire off as many I questions as I have. What's the, what, the dopest thing about all this yeah. is that everybody has so much depth into them. Exactly. Right? And because of that, we can be talking about the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I can go through a breakup that was the same type of breakup that you went through. Exactly. But yeah. since we had so many different experiences inside of our life, we're going to try to, if, okay, if we're writing the same, we're, we're writing the same genre song, mm-hmm. and we're talking about the same subject. It's gonna yeah. come out different no matter what. Yeah, because no matter what, there's so many different things that was inside of our mind that it's like you would never know, like how that I, I put anime inside of my stuff. You know? Yeah, I never would have known. What does that have to do with a relationship inside of my head? Yeah, if it's it's just random to other people around, but when the song comes out, people are like, "Yo." I love that. I resonate with that. And then I say, okay, I'm talking about a relationship that I just went through and it was, it was mess. People are already going to resonate with that. Yeah. And then I tell them that, oh yeah, the beat was inspired by an anime. Now they and love it like, even oh, more. Shit, yeah. Exactly. So I think that's the dopest part about um artistry and just the depth of people. Yeah. No matter what art you're in, you're, you're different Yeah. from somebody in some type of way. Exactly. So th- I think that's what really excites me about all this. No, and that's like that's why I've been doing the podcast because like I feel like I get that level, like we can get to that level and have like mm-hmm. you know a serious conversation about things. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's talk about anime. Um, obviously, I I don't want to. I cannot ruin One Piece for you guys because like <laughs> you guys need to catch up. Seriously, you need to fucking catch up. Like, man, I'll be there. I'll be there. It, I know, Nick. You've been telling me this for like. So what got you into anime? Like, what 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 was your first like? Uh, exposure to it yeah this is probably my favorite question i've ever been asked okay um anime i ran oh i, I ran into anime by accident but what really got me into anime is when i was like you know i'm just gonna watch naruto because i have nothing to watch yeah when i tell you naruto is one of the most relatable animes was that shippuden or both shown both like both when, when you first started like oh, oh i started or... with um i started with the. Uh, just a regular Naruto Shonen Jump. Okay. Yeah. And so um the amazing thing about that was it just felt like all the insecurities I was going through at the time. Yeah. Were the same things that Naruto was going through. And no, it, I it's feel funny that. to say because like people were like, How do you relate to somebody that has a, a nine tailed fox inside of them? Yeah. You know, they're a ninja. The the way that they they portray all the characters yeah. inside of the anime and all the events and all the lessons that come out of those, that's what you can resonate with. And oh, yeah, I remember yeah. um, you went to TV, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if like, you We were in the me. same grade, dude. Yeah, yeah. I just, I was always a fucking ghost. Like, I, I, uh, I say I was a ghost, but uh-huh. I, I was kind of like a, I was the stoner, like, just yeah, not present. Everybody was going through their own type of yeah. thing. So but, um, I used to always walk um, with the Naruto headband. I remember seeing you with the Naruto headband. Yeah. Yeah. And, it just became a symbol of like being myself. Yeah. Because at the end of Shippuden, um, everybody, well, he, Naruto went from this guy that nobody liked inside the village yeah. to the village hero and everybody loves him for like who he is. Yeah. You know? And I really, I love that. Yeah. I, I looked up to that. And so, uh, on one hand, it was just me watching anime because I thought it was cool. And it's, but then, it's great too. Like, exactly. it's just great storylines. But then as I started watching more and more animes yeah. and relating to so many different messages inside the animes, that's when I was like, yo, this is like a part of me now. It, you know? I, I couldn't agree more. Actually, I think it's funny because um, growing up as a kid, I, I'm like, listen, I, <laughs> I would roast, like not to people's faces, but I would shit talk people mm-hmm. who would wear the headbands and I'd be like, guys are so weird. Like, what the fuck are they thinking? Mm-hmm. 
And then I remember one time I was smoking uh, a joint with, um, should we just bleep his name out or we were bleeping, we were, I was smoking with uh-huh. Um, and my boy. Yeah, dude, fucking Zan, man, bro. Zan, man. Me and him went back. Like, we we were close friends since, like, fucking freshman year. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were just chilling, smoking a joint in his car, and he puts on Shonen Jump on his phone and just puts it right in the dash. And I was like, dude, this shit's actually really good. Right. And he was like, yeah, dude, Coda showed me. <laughs> I was we, like, yeah. Fucking small world. Right, that's dude. funny. Um, but, yeah, like, after that, I started watching it um, initially just because, like, when I was high, I was like, oh, dude, it's so cool when I'm high. Yeah. And then it got to the point where I was like, I don't want to just watch it when I'm not high. I'm going to just watch it sober. And it mm-hmm. like, started getting better and better. And then um, my grandfather passed away right when I was watching the end of the Pain series when Jiraiya gets oh, killed. Man. And, dude, like, I remember, like, because I saw a lot of. So much like, was going on. But, like, the way, like, the relationship with Naruto and Jiraiya was the same relationship with me and my grandfather. Um, like, I actually was named after my grandfather. So I was like, ah, oh, dude. Like, when I found that out, yeah. I was like, you got to be kidding me. You know, like, so, like, it, it, that, like, that's when I realized, that's, like, I knew that anime was good. But, like, when that moment happened, I was like, yeah, anime, man. Like, their stories, like, they just hit different. I couldn't have said that better. Like, um, and then One Piece, I found One Piece, and I've been, I went from, like, Naruto, and then I, watched one piece religiously like mm-hmm. 30 episodes yeah, a day to. <laughs> just to like do i would eat sleep and drink one piece just mm-hmm. all day long trying to catch up and then um when i finally caught up then i just exploded into everything else mm-hmm. now I, i'm pretty well versed um yeah. so i was gonna ask you what what's your what's your rotation right now because like right now it's kind of rough with covid yeah um i'm i still have a little bit of faith in boruto um I'm watching Boruto, but I think the animes that I'm really into right now have been Demon Slayer, Black Clover. I love Black Clover. Yep. Um, I watched so many animes. I watched this uh, anime called Akira yesterday for the first time. Akira? Yeah. Was that the movie. one with like the assassins? No, it's it's about this kid that I don't. If you haven't seen, it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But um, yeah, no, no, that's fine. You um, go inside the movie thinking that it's about to be about oh, motorcycles. Yeah, I know what Akira is. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. it was that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. So at this point, I'm just watching a bunch of stuff that gets me deep into um a little bit more into the culture. Yeah, I say with One Piece, it definitely. But One Piece is like on like a different island i've never like, seen on a such planet. good character development it's like because i think for me like my list right now have you watched jujutsu kaisen no is uh, it not an older anime brand new dude really yeah brand oh, new I've like just came out super good um i'm like you know <laughs> i sound like such a nerd but yeah. i love it i love it uh, i was I thinking of oh you you hacker show something like that um but yeah so my i'm i'm watching the final season of attack on titan right now because mm-hmm. that just came out um Jujutsu Kaisen, IQ, which I'm like, Gio and I, we've been nerding. Dude, we've been texting each other like, dude, it's been on oh, that, fucking fire. That, that IQ last uh, episode. Yeah, last we can't ruin anything, but like I know, when I know. Hinata does that thing. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, I was like, I almost punched my screen, not in rage, but I was like, just so like, Man, I was like, like, let's go. I know, I know. It <laughs> literally felt like you're watching the game. Yeah, dude. So. I, I was like watching a real live game. <laughs> like literally, I'm not going to lie, but it's I feel so like hyped. this uh, high Q made me like actually want to like play volleyball. Yeah, I went through that phase too. Dude, I, when I went through, uh, when I started watching One Piece, I was like, I want to quit my job and get a sailboat and sail the world. Like Piece, I was convinced for a while, dude. I think the... um. The Water 7 arc is really what got me yep. into One Piece. Real, all the way at Water 7? Water 7. Damn, took you a while. Yeah. I think Skypia was is what knocked me over. Like, dude, when that bell got rung, dude, I, uh-huh. I get chills just thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Um, But, like, so, yeah, uh, back to what Haikyuu, One Piece, of course, Jujutsu Kaisen, Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been going back and be, or, I'm watching for the first time Full Metal uh, Alchemist. Oh, okay. I've I've seen that. It's pretty good. Um, I was watching Parasite. It was I've like seen a, Parasite. Yeah, yeah. That one, I like that one. That one's good. Did you finish it? Not yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Almost done. And then let me see what else I was watching. Um, because I have a, like a huge list. <laughs> uh, I'll do it later. But yeah. Um, 
I uh, it's kind of gotten to the point now where like I don't even watch regular TV shows. I, don't, I, I stopped just watching TV anime. a long time ago. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's literally either YouTube mm-hmm. or Crunchyroll. Yeah. Podcasting, like I'll just watch it. I'll watch a podcast on YouTube mm-hmm. or anime. That's yeah. what my life is now. Honestly, same. Like I can only listen to uh, podcasts, some YouTube, you know, anime, of course, and like. The only uh, show I ever watch again, really, is uh, How I Met Your Mother. Really? Yeah. How I Met Your Mother was actually really good. Yeah. I, 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 I love it and all that, except for the last episode. And everybody who hears it and watched it knows why. Yeah. I actually haven't watched that show. I should. I'll give it a chance it's if a, I ever find it's time. It's a nice show. It's all right. I don't know. For me, like, uh, I was watching, like, some shit on netflix like uh forged in fire it's like this black blacksmithing mm-hmm. show i only do it because like that's what i do at work a lot right, so it's right. like kind of comparing but like i've been I, I was uh going through a phase of like no anime because like they shut down that was pretty hard like oh, when they, they did shut down for dude when they stopped one piece for like two months i was like what happened that was rough it's like being on a morphine trip for like two years and mm-hmm. then getting no no drugs you know yeah. dude it, i was like going back and like watching episodes like where my sister would be at and mm-hmm. i just would binge again and i'd be like dude what am i doing like I, there's like such yeah, a big hole in my heart right now <laughs> that's funny uh, but do you like anime just i don't know it hits different anime does hit different and that's what i that's what i really love about it if it's not anime then i'm usually watching some type of um documentary about okay. like, about music i love watching the music documentaries I like them too. Um, I I uh, when I I went through a phase of like just going through every like sixties and seventies classic rock documentary, yeah. like every Pink Floyd and mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin. Like, Honestly, like documentaries are the best. Like uh, I was actually uh, I was watching like a wedding documentary and all that. I was, a I wedding was, documentary? Yeah, because uh, you know, I was trying to do uh, notes and all that to uh, you know, film a wedding and all that. Oh, okay. And honestly, like it's like it's. Uh, documentaries you know like it actually made me like pay attention be in the zone i was like okay because like you know originally today i was supposed to record a wedding but something happened so yeah i think it's just really cool like as as a musician to be able to relate yeah to um somebody else's past that's dinner before you and so uh... i see um travis scott for his his last documentary okay yeah that was so dope it was like yo he was inside of the uh he was just in a regular ass place. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, I'm in a regular ass place." <laughs> Did you so, ever uh, get into the? I think it's the uh, like the how the yeah, fucking what? There's a YouTube channel where like they talk about how like the decon like they deconstruct like famous beats, and they'll have the producers oh, like. Oh wait, those. That, I'm pretty sure that's genius. It genius. Yes, yeah. uh, that's what it is. Yeah, I love, love, love those videos. I I, I love watching those. Man, because it's always something crazy. Like uh, I think the passion fruit, uh, the the producer for passion fruit from Drake. Yeah, I think he said that um, he had his phone on and a ringtone turned on, and that's how the beat. Like I don't know something like that. Yeah, I I always think it's interesting like how people like 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 we were talking about like with your rapping like how you can hear like just one thing and like it just it plays out in your head. Yep. You know. Yep. Like and um, I don't know. I just always I always find that interesting. It's super interesting. I'm interested more of like because I really I'm into like old school hip hop. Like uh-huh. I've been doing a deep dive like um like actually like did you hear that mf doom passed away yeah sadly dude like i i've been doing a tear on him recently um man is a lyricist dude and i like i love his instrumentals too like mm-hmm. like i'm i don't know i'm kind of like like I, I listen to lyrics but like i pay attention to more like the instrumentals than mm-hmm. i do the lyricism i've been trying to like get better because like um, but like, I just I love listening to like the rhythm of things and like Doomsday, that. dude, fucking Doomsday. Doomsday. I love the beat on Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Or um, fucking what song is it where they took that Scooby Doo and like track and they made it into a song? I don't know. It's uh, I think it's just Hey. It's on the same album, I think. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, but like uh, I love going back and listening to like there's um there's been a couple like I don't know if they're documentaries. I think it's the genius videos mm-hmm. where they show like the way that they made like where they recorded on like the turntables, mm-hmm. like that whole turntable thing is like so interesting. Super like, dope, yeah. Like how someone can think like, oh, let's just put two fucking turntables 
and we'll just scratch. It, I, dude, man, it, I'm telling you, it's because everybody's so different. Yeah, you don't find something random so crazy. I can look at that right now and accidentally drop my phone on the table. I'm like, yo, that's a good drum beat. Something weird like that, you know? Yeah, that's literally how it happens. So uh, that's what I love about the art by itself. Yeah. It's like anything can happen. You can make anything happen. True. And yeah, no, I, I like. I, I was trying to like, because um, especially during COVID, I've been trying to like broaden my like, not just like, because I could just listen to podcasts nowadays. So I yeah. like I started listening to more music, like just going through albums, you know, um, and then I started painting, you know, like just to try and like express myself or find yeah. some way to. Um, and I think it is really crazy. Like, like I, I did this painting of like a board or not not a board. Like I got an old longboard and I painted it, mm-hmm. and like I had no idea what I was going to do. But like you just kind of mm-hmm. do it, and it's always cool like seeing it to come to fruition. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, I don't know if we kind of covered this. What is next for Codis? You know? Oh man! If you look so, at the future, what are you gonna do? Uh, since I realized that there's not too much you can do mm-hmm. in quarantine, I, I I took most of 2020 just planning for 2021. Okay. So every I want to drop my first project this this year by summer. Okay. I'm going to be dropping singles, but I really want to develop my 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 artistry and I want to really rebrand myself so okay. I can really show people what I'm about. This right here, that Naruto figure, that's what you're about to see a lot of. Okay. I did um I did a little bit when it came to branding myself and just random parts inside like videos. Yeah. But now you're going to see a lot more culture. So uh, this year I'm just taking the opportunity to brand myself. Okay. Or rebrand myself and then start putting out as much as I possibly could that I like quality stuff. That's, that's what my plan is. I want, I want to start going to, to um shows. Now I'm not saying live shows because I'm we're not allowed to go to shows. Yeah. But I do want to do a lot of virtual shows. So so what goes into a virtual show for you? Literally, it's just planning with... Um, so I'm in a collective right now. It's called Too Ill. Okay. And um, we're planning to meet up in LA because a lot of the shows... I mean, the shows are everywhere. Right. But LA, since we're all around the country, we want to use that as like a hub so we can all meet up at one place. Okay. So when it comes to a virtual show, all it is is we got to get a place. Um, we got to get an engineer. For the mixing and stuff yeah and we go from there with like a videographer and make our make our little uh of course marketing right but we gotta we just make it happen so do you guys just like live stream or is it gonna be like yeah, live stream. okay live stream. uh by the way does your collective have have an instagram or something yeah we can oh, we'll plug them at the end if you want yeah yeah um, yeah so give as many shout outs as you need yeah 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 um but, yeah like you were saying we we just created our instagram I uh, I want to show. I'm trying to keep it like a surprise. Everything that I, I'm I got doing. You. I got you. So it's always hard, dude. Like it's always keeping that. Yeah, shit there, it, it's it's because you guys are gonna just really love it. Yeah, and I think a big part of all this is that in Temecula and San Diego, name the biggest rappers. The biggest rapper inside of San Diego is Rob Stone. That's and, I don't even know. So yeah, and Rob Stone is a dope artist, but that's only one person that hasn't yeah. became super mainstream yet. To make you they don't hear anybody. So yeah, that's true. I wanna, if anything, I wanna come out of the shadows and really represent us. Mm. So just wait for that. Okay. That's what I can tell okay. you. So in terms of like your album, like I, we won't go into the details, but like yeah. what has been your process? Because like we talked about like how uh you know jake cole's been an influence for you like so i I would assume like that kind of style like flowing from one song to another like Uh how do you like i'm like how how does that um kind of play into your creation of an album so i'll write the album the same way that i write one song okay i'm gonna write down everything that i want to talk about and that's where i'm gonna go for them yeah so with this album i want to be able to go from a transition from an innocent because uh, I want to talk about love, but right, I want to talk about an innocent person that was in love. Yeah, and then every song, you, it comes closer and closer to that 
to that person getting hurt. Yeah. Once it gets hurt, that's when you're going to start hearing a lot more trap songs. And it's going to be like, it's going to turn into anger. And then at the end of the album, I want that to straight up explain like who the person I am now. Okay. I went from this person all the way back here in the beginning of the album to this person at the end. That's what my story I wanted to be about. And of course, I'm going to make so much stuff that I've been going through for the past few years right. into that. That's that's literally how I'm going to write my album. So I'm like, um, and I'm assuming like, uh, have you thought about like, so when you're saying like when you write an, uh, a song, it's mm-hmm. not even words, it's just like the sounds. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like how you've written your al- album where it's like just, you know, like, oh, I want this one to be slower and then this so, one to be faster. And then that's just the process. So at the, the end, the end of the song, that's that's the song itself. So don't, we really don't have to point. worry about um, yeah. anything else. Like not the writing process, it's like it's chilling because I'm already I'm going to write the song over, right. you know, with something that's more meaningful to me. So once I have everything that I want, that's when I'm going to start piecing everything together. What sounds good right here? What sounds good right here? You know, it, that's literally what's going to happen. Um, so like, uh, what was I going to say? I totally forgot what I was going to say. Uh, mastering. Mm-hmm. Um, like how does that play into, cause I, I don't even really know what that is. Like I had a Ooh. friend like talking about it. Like, yeah. like how does the mastering process, like, are you going to master it? Or are you going to have someone else master I, it? I literally pay people to master my stuff. Yeah. I'm not that, I'm not good at mastering like straight up. I'm good at writing Yeah, and I'm good at the art part. Right. But I'm I'm trying to learn a little bit of uh being able to mix my own vocals mm-hmm. so somebody else can do the rest with that. Dude, there's a lot going into that, man. Like man, take it from me. I so much. I you I could not tell you how many videos I've watched on YouTube just like trying to learn how to exactly. do the uh mixer that we have. Mm-hmm. And even then, dude, like you're I'm, better off just playing around. Well, like that's what I've done. Uh-huh. Like it was like just to get me uh, familiar and then now it's like going in on like you know our prose production and like right, editing right. it and like like y- you don't realize how much goes into the sound of a voice mm-hmm. until like i'm like i don't even know how much goes into it because like i i'm not a noob anymore i'm i'd yeah, say i'm intermediate yeah. i'm not a beginner but i'm no pro you know it, like it, it always it's, amazes it's me respect like yeah something that i respect from the engineers oh yeah it takes a lot and for them to be so good at it, it exactly just be like they could hear your voice, not even doing testing, just talking. Exactly. You're like, okay, let me just do this, 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 yeah. tweak, and it's just done. You're like, how the fuck did you do that? Right. Yeah. It always blows me away. Mm-hmm. So, I want to become a songwriter at one point because, like, singing songs or just I rapping? can make, I can write singing songs too. I can I can write so much. All I ever do is write. I love writing, and there's like no type of stress inside of it. I wouldn't mind, you know. So, so I, you don't feel anything like giving your songs away or. Or am I? Did I hear that right? Or no, not that's not what I mean. I mean, like, I wouldn't mind writing a song for somebody, right? And um, so you, in, in a sense, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind giving my songs away. Yeah, but I mean, the things that are important to me are going to be important to me, so I'll keep those songs because right. that's what I really wanted to tell. Yeah, but if somebody asked me to write a song for them, all right, okay, you know, if I can make money, make uh, doing what I'm good at and yeah. what I I have no issue doing, it's like why not? You know, okay. Yeah, because I I feel like it's the same way with comedians. Like you can make jokes for each other. Yeah. Like I I I haven't done that, so I don't really understand it. Like it's just like when I make jokes, they're personal to me. So it's like I don't mm-hmm. understand how people can just like you know take someone else's joke and yeah. make it their own. I think at one point your ear just becomes so trained yeah. that you're able to look at somebody else's work and be like, "This is what you can fix." Yeah, and I think they can do the same thing. I I honestly believe that's right with like anything you know as long as you train yourself with it and all that exactly true yeah i mean it's not like i'm like someone trying to give me a clean joke it's not gonna work mm-hmm. yeah you know? um but like yeah i get it so all right uh how much time we got uh let's see we're currently at the uh 40 49th yeah nice. 49th minute <laughs> all right so i don't know if you remember doing this but geo showed me one of his videos he made the other day this was it the sandwich Oh, the sandwich. (laughs) So, since we have the main actor with us, I, dude, I gotta ask, what went into that? Um, and what was your thoughts on the production? Because, like, I've shown that video to a bunch of people (laughs) and they never get it. They're like, this is not funny at all. And, like, I think it's one of the most hilarious videos I've ever seen Uh in my life. Like, thank you, Nick. Yeah, I gotta give give him a shout out. Um, 
because I thought, dude, like, I don't know. I just thought that video was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gio was telling me, that was your whole room? Yeah, that was dude, my that room. fucking room is massive, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I've never seen a room. I was like, man, like, you got his family to leave for the day? He's like, no, nah, dude, that's his room. I'm like, what? Yeah. He's got, like, you got, like, you have a huge-ass fridge, right? Yeah, man. That's dude. Was, bro, because in high school, all I saved up, I ain't going to lie, I eat a lot. I love eating. Yeah. So I just saved up all my money just to buy stuff like refrigerators. Dude, I was or, like blown away too. I was like, he's got a stock fridge. Like right. I can barely keep my mini fridge full. How do you have like that much? I shit swear, there? bro. I'm like, like, do you ever leave your room, or is it like just like? Hell no, bro. I don't gotta <laughs> leave. My, all I do, bro, literally, I just sit there and just write music. That's all I do. Oh, dude. That's and not if right. not that, then I'm on yeah. Instagram trying to connect with somebody so I can go. If I'm leaving, that has to be a good purpose for that because. Damn. I mean, yeah. When I leave, I do want to be by myself, and yeah. I want to be in like nature or something. Then I'll go do that, so I can right. I can go rejuvenate. But if anything else, I don't I don't want to hang out like that. I want to go out and I want to go to L.A. I want to go connect with somebody. I got Let's you. Make some music, do something like that, you know. I yeah. feel you. And you also have another room that connects to that room, right? You have another, dude. Yeah. I, I, this is mind boggling. <laughs> I've gotten used to like not even like in my room right now. Like mm-hmm. I just I've gotten used to living in like fucking like holes yeah. like do my arizona uh fucking apartments and uh dorm rooms yeah shitholes no, like, I, I was in arizona for college shoot don't even, where'd you go i was at gcu ah and okay. there was a this school called cac and man oh man dude arizona is a different devil man have it's, you ever heard of cac no exactly. i haven't no i haven't cac was going wild but um what's the abbreviation for that like central arizona community uh, college or? community college okay all right but the community college had dorms and it was okay. the funniest thing in the world but <laughs> what made you uh go to community college in arizona look okay so honestly college was just something i didn't care about man yeah no, I feel and right. it was like i only went because i was like i don't want to just stop you know yeah Right after high school, I don't want to take a break or do anything. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go somewhere real quick because I don't I wanna keep continuing doing no matter what I do, I just wanna keep continuing. And so my mom, and I should have been listening, my mom was like, Hey Codas, I got a college for you. That you, you might want to go to. And I was like, Where? She's like, Central Arizona. I was like, Okay, sure, apply. And then she applied for me. Yeah. And then the day of, bro, when it was time to go go up to that school, it was the funniest thing in the world, bro. I get to that school. It looked like I stopped at Wakanda. Nobody was there. We're not going to even continue. Anyways, that's how it went. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. And nothing? Like, no crazy story? Because, I don't know, like, Arizona All, has always been, like... I was always at ASU, to be honest. Really? Okay, where, yeah. where'd you go? Uh, There's, like, a soccer field, and then there's, like, this big probably gym. probably went to the, the Tempe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was at Tempe. What and, year were you at there? Like, 2018? 2018. How the fuck did I say, man? Dude, I was I was always there for dances, like not for the dances, but like for the dance classes. Oh, and okay. I ran track, so yeah. If I was there, it's 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 for something specific. Because I lived at um I lived at Herberger for a while, mm-hmm. and that's right next to the like the sports center. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I was more yeah. Like a, I was inside the sports center a lot, like the second floor. I would go swimming a lot. That's the thing. I used to get like fucking stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Because I I was a swimmer, mm-hmm. so like I would I'd get fucking blasted high and then I'd go mm-hmm. swim all day. And then um, I mainly would just go out at night. Like, did you ever go to the um, that art setup? Mm-mm. It's next to I think it's next to the engineering building. Um, so the guy who made like you know that light box that they had in Drake's Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. So that same artist made a full like a full time feature at Arizona State. What? It's like no one. I, I only knew this about because I was doing I was going uh, to ASU for architecture. Mm-hmm. And they made us do a project where we had to like re- redesign it and shit. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it was like, it's, you don't even know. It's like this square box, like just a metal box in the, like just hidden in these trees. Mm-hmm. When you go in there, it's like an, a hollow room and it's just chairs on lining the walls and then just an open ceiling. And they have like the same kind of like LED light colors That's so on like a almost picture frame. Yeah. And like, um, Dude, like, that was, like, my favorite place to go. Because, like... I would only imagine. I don't know, like... I don't know if you've... If, uh, if you notice this, but at Arizona, like, at nighttime, 
like well first of all just any time in Arizona the clouds fucking massive like bro there's just like cotton balls first day I get up there because I I was going up there for track yeah so when I got there bro I try to make I try to run at night yeah they have these things called uh javelinas I think they're called and oh javelinas yeah like the pigs right right I ran into one of them and they were actually chilling yeah, but there was, was some of them are aggressive. Yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. Well, um, it was like just random freaking lightning storms. Oh yeah, well, because um, they have a monsoon season there. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I remember. Like, did you ever get like the? I don't know if they're called like Habibs or Habib. They're not Habibs. That's that's the USC fighter. Mm-hmm. Gio, can you look up um what the desert like? They're called dust storms in Arizona. Yeah, I seen them. Um, well, it didn't it didn't huge, come to dude. me, but I could see it like in the distance. Oh, dude, like, and it would be weird because like. So first of all, it's not like a sandstorm like you think like in the Middle East. It's like a big dust storm. You just see the it's, sky turn brown. It's just rolling, but like yeah. it's really fine sand. So like it gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like uh, haboob. Haboob. Yeah, that's what they're called. Um, it would be like you'd get a haboob, and then it would be like instant like raining, like just pouring, and um, so everything would get like muddy and shit. Mm. Like literally, I left my bike out once, and it was destroyed. Like what? Gone. Like just rusted. Honestly, dirt like, everywhere. Like the it's just that I'm seeing. It's like, gosh, dang. Like, like you would never think that it happens in Arizona. Like they're so fucking huge. It's random, bro. Like literally, it, yeah. be on a random Monday. Like you look out in the distance and you're like, what is that? Everybody's yeah. like, bro, stay away from that. You know, right? Dude, it was crazy. Um, but like I remember, like the first few months, like, yeah, dude, fucking huge. Um, it. It would be super hot and like all of a sudden just pouring. And you're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is this weather? Yeah. Oh, it was crazy, especially coming from here. And dude, Eric, like, I don't know if you noticed this, like at the building, like, cause that uh, sports center was pretty new. Mm-hmm. But like, I was in the art district. So like, all of the, uh, the dorm rooms there were like so old and shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we were the only dorm that had public, like, public bathrooms still. Yeah. And dude, when it would rain, it would get so fucking moldy in there. Like, really, we'd have oh, every door have open. Bro, like, because Arizona has no irrigation. Like, they have no... Like, dude, you get fucking monster storms every year. You would think that you would know how to, like, irrigate things. Right. Like, um, I'm like, I, I've, have I told the roommate's stories on my on the podcast yet? Uh, honestly, uh, I'm pretty sure you haven't. Oh, dude, get ready for this. So, I was there for one semester. Mm-hmm. I moved four times. My first roommate was a, um, well, actually, my first roommate was this guy from New Hampshire, but I have really bad mold allergies. So as soon as I go into that room, I was like, already getting, you already knew it, already knew it. Like, so I was like, bro, I got to move. So they put me in this other room just down the hall with the sophomore. Um, and this guy, I think he was like six, three, pasty white, like Mm -hmm. never saw the light of day, Mm -hmm. easily like two fifty not muscle just flab mm-hmm. and looked like a school shooter like, oh yeah so next room after bro, that <laughs> no 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 it just gets better though really we talked like i was there the longest i think i was there from uh i was definitely there from august to like mid-october so like a month mm-hmm. and a half we talked three times three times like i and, could never bro he literally like he was an artist, so he'd paint just skulls and explosions and death. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't think much of it because I was like, eh, you know, whatever. He's an artist. And then my friends would come by and they'd be like, oh, hey, I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. And he just would walk away, walk around him and sit down in this chair. And the guy's like, just arm out, like, uh, just looking at me like, dude, did, did that just happen? I'm like, mm-hmm. I guess so. Um, and then at midterms, I come home and there's like a letter on my desk saying, "Hey, this is the guy you tell. Uh, this is the guy you talk to to switch rooms. Tell him you want to switch rooms." Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, are you telling me I gotta switch rooms? What kind of shit is this?" Yeah, and like we never talked about it before. I'm like, we never talk in general, so I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So he comes in, like I, I, I sit there like some like soccer mom waiting for her kid to come home. You know, that's uh-huh. been sneaking out. Like, <laughs> turns on the light, and I'm just sitting there like. This is yeah. like not going to go good. So I basically like he comes in, I stand up and I'm like, dude, what the, f-? or no, I was sitting down. So I was sitting down and I'm like, Hey man, what the fuck is this shit? Uh-huh. And he's like, so let me get into character. He's like, Oh, I just uh, don't want to live you anymore. Like really quiet and just deep voice. And I was like, 
well, that's fucking bullshit. And he's like, mm-hmm. and like, I remember this is the first time I ever saw him do any kind of attitude. He's like, he tried chesting up. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? And I remember standing up and like looking up at him, like not even like eye to eye, just like looking up. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then he puts his head down and leaves the room. I was like, yeah, you gotta go. I was like, yeah, dude, that's I'm a good. good I gotta that's go. A sign. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm going. Good. My next roommate was um, a SoundCloud rapper. Bro, you have some freaking animated roommate. No, dude. I'm like, I can't even tell this one. Technically, I got another five years. But uh... <laughs> no, dude. Like, he was such a douchebag. Like, he would play his own music in the room, uh-huh. and would it just be us two? He'd be like, dude, this is some good shit, right? And it's like, I'm like, I don't want to tell him he's bad. Because uh-huh. like, I'm trying to keep my, like, because of my previous track record. I'm like, yeah, yeah man, this, this is good shit, you know? This mm-hmm. is, I'm going to go now. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was just supposed to be a temporary roommate. Mm-hmm. And like Arizona was like, because I was trying to get into a nicer building. So right. I didn't have mold allergies. Um, and it kind of was like, I was just staying with him at the time. So I wasn't with him that long. Um, he has like the craziest story out of all four of them. Isn't it, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Dude, also, it's insane. By the way, we are in the hour mark, so if you want to, we can do for oh, we'll, ten more minutes. Yeah, dude, we'll we'll keep going. I'm like, we don't have to stop it an hour. All right, for sure. We'll just, keep going until we're ready. Yeah. Just trying to. Right. Um, but like, basically, I I move out of that building and I go to um, not Hayden. It was uh like the one across the bridge like you go over the main road i think it was a, not apache it was the east university drive so you go mm-hmm. over that bridge and there's like that, that beautiful bridge dude that fucking bridge was awesome mm-hmm. um uh but then i think i think what i think it was like two it started with a t mm-hmm. it was like tutor or not tutor it was like i don't know what it's fucking called. why do i know exactly what you're talking about you know what i'm talking about yeah it's like it had like that, like the nice grass, like circle yeah, in the front. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so I moved there. Okay. Um, and my third roommate, no joke, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Bro, this guy slept in his gaming chair. Fucking slept in his gaming chair. Uh-huh. And like a nice guy. Like we actually yeah. talked a lot more than our first roommate did. Um, but it was like, actually, my first roommate, mind you, was a mm-hmm. big gamer as well. Right, right. If that, like, that makes sense. But like, uh, so this guy basically played League of Legends every night from 9.30 to 4 in the morning. Bro. This was guy, he raging? Bro. Because I play League of Legends. I know people get I have never heard a man type faster in my life. And like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, flag, 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 flag. Just top lane is speeding. Yeah, dude. Like, and so if this was like, if my bed was on like the corner of the building mm-hmm. like this is my bed right here his t- uh his pc was right next to me mm-hmm. dude i and like i was just going through some shit at the time so i, I didn't want to be confrontational at all i was like dude i'm just gonna be a nice guy i'm just gonna let him do this is, this is his life mm-hmm. he lives for this you know mm-hmm. i don't want to take away the one thing he loves oh wait didn't a wasn't asu the first school to like start like something with esports for league of legends i don't know because i can um, see that happening there. it probably i'm like he probably could have been in the club. Like he didn't uh-huh. leave his room though. That's the thing. Damn. Like I literally like he would go to class, come back. Like I'd come home from class and he'd be sleeping in his gaming chair. Damn. Bro, like this guy, he was like super scrawny and like pasty white, mm-hmm. like just you know lack of nutrition. Um, and like his hair, like he had super long hair, but he never combed it. Mm-hmm. He broke two of my vacuums because like so much hair would be on the carpet. I tried to vacuum, and he he broke my shitty vacuum. And then I literally go across town to get my friend's nice vacuum. And mind you, bro, I'm literally skateboarding with a vacuum on my like yeah. I'm whole, I'm skateboarding with a vacuum. Like, dude, the amount of shit that I would do on a skateboard was so stupid at, at that school. Like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised like you didn't see me because I'd always skate around with like shopping bags, like mm-hmm. you know, or just like stupid shit on my. I was only there at nighttime. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, dude, like I literally I use my friend's vacuum and he, I break that too. Mm-hmm. Cause like he had so much like cause he never combed his hair so it just would fall out. I was like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's um, real, man. And then I ended up getting allergic to that building too, so I left and I lived with my aunt. Um, off campus. I'm like, dude, yeah, like I think it's fair safe to say I have PTSD for my roommates. Like, bro, dude, I but, love my roommate. We were so cool. But lucky, the, the guy next door, 
He was like a 63 year old man. 63? Yes. I what swear, the fuck? I'm not making this up. This man would just, and we had to share bathrooms. So, oh shit, bro! Dear. I remember I was, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I remember I was playing. Look, I was on my bed. I was playing uh Apex. Yeah. And um, do you I, play PC or console? Just quick. Console. Console. And PC. Okay. Both, bro. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Do all of us play Apex here? Uh, no. I but I just got. I, d- I just got into PC gaming. Oh, okay. okay. So, I, I'm I'm down. I've been I've been playing Fortnite. I'm like. Don't judge me. <laughs> You're good, man. Like the, I, I was talking shit on Fortnite for the longest time. Like, dude, this shit's stupid. Mm-hmm. And then my friend's like, "Hey, bro, let's play it because I have a Switch." I'm like, "All right, cool." And now I'm like, oh, "This shit's actually pretty fun." Exactly. Uh, bro. I still talk shit, but I, I play it sometimes. <laughs> bro, I never talk mess, bro, because I know I'm not the, I'm, I'm not that good. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm good. I'm just saying like, oh, why do you? This is a kids game, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's really fun when you play with friends because you just mess around. Oh yeah, pretty much. So back to your uh, senile roommate. My roommate, Saul. I was playing the game, and dude is so quiet. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. And he was in the bathroom taking a shower, and all I like, bro, at night sometimes the old man would like he would invite his friends and they would get drunk and they would start wilding inside the room. What? (laughs) I swear, I swear, I swear. And this particular night, he was taking a shower, and all you hear is, "I'm sick of it. I got a piss." And I was like. Like I started laughing because I knew it was about to happen. I hear, and he opened the door, and my room was like, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "I got a piss, Dude, bro." My fucking roommate, like, after that, he came back inside the room, like, with his fucking towel, and dude, he was pissed off. And so the next day, we have to go tell the uh, RA. Yeah, dude, got he eventually got kicked out at like the end of the the, the semester. You know, sixty three, sixty three, fucking old. raging, mm-hmm. dude. He was, I think he was, he was one crazy. of the guys that, um, well, he's getting a degree, obviously, but yeah, of course. He was, um, he worked there too, so that he, he slept at the school. Oh, and okay. that was at Central Arizona. Like I said, dude, those Arizona people are different. Bro. Man. How are we doing with the battery life? Okay, well, we'll wrap it up. All right. Dude, I, I'm sorry. I, I want to keep talking because, like, yeah, no, to bro. get into fucking 63 year old roommates. Yeah. What? Ten more minutes? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, is there anything else? I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Hey, and... guys. Let me tell you something. Oh, I yeah, have definitely. a song called Onbu coming out on January 25th. Stream that for your boy. My Instagram is Codis at C-C-O-T-I-E-S. And you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, you name it. I'm all of it. YouTube. Also there. I hope to... Have you guys joined the journey with me? And I really appreciate you having me on the show. Dude, I, it was, I had a great time. Definitely. I'm like, if you're down, we'll have you on again anytime you want. Yeah, definitely. Um, just let us know. And whenever that, whenever on comes out, we'll shout it out again. Right. Dude, it was a pleasure having you on. I told you guys I have um, a lot of stuff that I'm going to surprise you guys with. Hopefully, when I do come back, it's going to be with my record. You can go for it. Oh, this year, I want to have 100,000 followers. Damn, okay. By the end of the year. So I want to come back here. Bro, for sure. let's do it. I'm down. Sounds great. Alright guys, we'll see you uh, next week.